Welcome to the Consultants Council podcast, a place for consulting industry guidance and best practice advisory. Whether you're working to grow in your consulting career, you're managing and developing a consulting firm, you're working with consultants, or you're just interested in business and high performance advice, we've got recommendations and education for you. I'm Kelsey Kreveling, founder and CEO of Kelsey Consulting, a firm focused on building high-performing organizations, teams, and individuals through a variety of ventures, including the Consultants Council. I've spent my career at the intersection of technology and management consulting, working with organizations across the country to help solve their toughest challenges, while also supporting the growth and development of multiple consulting firms, helping them improve their long-term performance trajectory. In addition, I serve as a startup investor and advisor, promoting the ideas of entrepreneurs as they work to gain traction in their industry. With so many people gearing up to launch their own businesses and establish their own consulting practices, I want to make available the advice and lessons I've learned along the way. This podcast is made possible by Kelsey Consulting with media support by Class Act Media. For more information, check out our site at theconsultantscouncil.com and kelsey.consulting. That's K-E-L-S-C dot consulting. And now, stay tuned for this episode's counseling because the consulting world is full of nuances and the answer is always, it depends. What's possible? Do more. Corporate headshots and how to get a good one. Now, I know many people dread having to go get new headshots taken. Inevitably, they always turn out not looking your favorite. So what are some ways that you can actually end up with pictures you like, that you feel represent you well? I, for one, used to hate getting new work photos taken. I hated pictures of myself just in general, even from, you know, being in high school, etc. Like could not stand it because I did not feel like the pictures represented me very well. Uh, I didn't think they captured who I was and what I personally see in the mirror. And that was always really frustrating because, you know, a picture is, is a digital image of, of you and it's representing, you know, what other people are going to potentially see. So how do we get around that and how do we make them better? Uh, I'm first going to give you an example that someone shared with me that I absolutely loved. Think about seeing a beautiful moon and you want to take a picture of it. It's nighttime, sky's clear, it's beautiful. And you try to get a good picture of that moon. Does it look very good on your camera? No, inevitably it does not, unless you have a phenomenal camera with really great uh, photography equipment. Why is that? The moon is beautiful. It's not the moon that isn't gorgeous. It's the limitations of the device that is trying to capture that image. Capturing energy and motion is a challenging thing that requires high resolution, high quality equipment. And even then we recognize that it's better in person. So think about that the next time you feel like, gosh, that picture's terrible. Do I really look like that? The answer is probably no. That is a two dimensional photo 
of a multi-dimensional human being. And it does not necessarily accurately reflect who you are. But there are some things we can do to help convey our natural energy through the camera lens so that we actually do get photos that we like. I started putting myself out there with a consultant's closet. Uh, that necessitated a lot of photography that I was not initially comfortable with. I you know, wasn't used to being uh, photographed and I had to find ways to get end result products that I actually felt represented me well. So we're gonna go through some of those things that I've done in the past that I think work well, that I think can help you end up with a better result that you are pleased with. Your corporate headshots are ideally going to reflect you. Uh, you know, depending upon the type of industry that you're in, that's going to determine the type of clothing that you want to wear, your personality type, who, what you wanna be conveying to those who are going to see this type of image. That is really the first thing to have in mind. Uh, the second is if you have any say over the matter, if it's not just your, your company choosing for you the photographer that you're gonna use and you actually get to go choose a photographer, well, find someone whose work you resonate with, where you like their end products, where you've seen what they have photographed in the past and you feel like it is authentic and genuine and conveys what you're looking to also convey. Uh, if you get the chance to talk with your photographer and interact ahead of time because you're getting to pick them, make sure you like that interaction. Give them the opportunity to get to know you a little bit because connecting with them is going to result in better photos. So when it comes to connecting with your photographer, for example, I actually now work with my cousin. He's an awesome photographer. I mean, just truly phenomenal, very gifted. He really started with sports photography. So capturing images in motion, which I think lends itself really well to capturing a person's energy with the lens of a camera. Uh, but you know, that developing that type of rapport and relationship with a photographer when it's someone that you've just, you know, picked off of the internet, uh, is a little bit more challenging. And so being able to have some interaction with them before the actual photo shoot that you're going to do with a headshot session uh, can really help. Also, it can put your own nerves at ease. It's, it's uncomfortable the first time we go and sit for headshots. Um, I think so much of the time it's because we are not ready yet to be genuinely seen by others. And the camera does capture that reticence, that discomfort, and it puts it on display. We're not always comfortable just showing up and being seen authentically and taking up space in the world. And so that really does show up in pictures. So as you're kind of gearing up and saying, I need new headshots, uh, I want you to think about what personal brand you wanna build, how you wanna be seen in the world, and perceived by others, how can you be your authentic self so that you do get the best image that's gonna represent you well? And then 
how can you connect with your photographer so that they know what it is that you're looking for, what you're trying to convey, and who you are. That'll really help get a better end result. Now that you have a photographer, you've booked a session, uh, make sure you're booking it a few weeks in advance so that you have time beforehand to really plan what it is that you're going to wear, how you're going to do your hair, um, if you wear makeup, how are you going to have that done? Um, and then also giving yourself some time to eat clean and move, exercise, um, you know, do what makes you feel your best. Uh, I know I personally get really puffy if I'm not exercising as much as ideal and I'm not eating as cleanly as I can. And so anytime I know I have a photography event or session coming up, uh, I really make sure to kind of double down on my efforts uh, because it's never fun to see pictures of yourself and know you haven't been holding yourself accountable for making the best choices. And then to see that show up on the imagery. Uh, you know, you don't want to be hungover going into a photo shoot session because that's going to be, you know, puffy eyes and under eye circles and you're just going to look a lot more tired and your energy is not going to be as easily conveyed to the camera. So I would say, you know, leading up to a photo shoot session, just make sure that you are being mindful of what you choose to consume and how much you choose to move so that you are keeping your energy levels high and that that is going to show up on film. All right, so leading up to your photo shoot, everything's booked. You've made sure if there's any personal grooming things that you need to do ahead of time, you've taken care of them uh, and you've been eating clean so that you know your, your skin's ideally not gonna be breaking out and you're not gonna be feeling kind of not your best version of yourself. Uh, now for the other component of getting ready for a photo shoot is really, what are you going to wear? Uh, when it comes to showing up well on camera, some of the best things I can recommend are solid colors. Darker colors typically render better. So black, navy, dark hunter green, gray, those colors generally read well. Um, pure white, oftentimes it's very hard to get to render as you would want it to on camera. Um, creams like this are a little bit better because um, it's just a softer shade, but true white is, it just is tough. And it also oftentimes on a camera lens looks larger uh, than it is in real life. So, you know, dark colors are more slimming um, and they just render better on camera. Uh, and they also don't detract away from you. That's really the biggest thing here is with all of this is helping you show up as the best version of yourself so that it renders on camera the way that you want it to. And so by wearing, you know, solid colors that are not too loud, you want to be able to be showing up clearly and uh, with great energy. All right. So 
Now that you know your photographer, you know what you're going to wear, you've done all of your personal grooming and maintenance leading up to your photography event, uh, where are you actually doing your headshots and what is the lighting there going to look like? Are you going to be indoors? Do you need any type of ring lighting or additional flash photography lighting? Uh, do you, are you gonna be outside and as a result need to find a location where you're going to be so that the, the um, photos are rendering the way you would like for them to? Make sure you're scouting out the location ahead of time so that you're comfortable with it and also so that you can make sure your clothing is not going to conflict or clash with where it is that you are having photos taken. You really want you to show up and to not be in conflict with the space around you. Uh, and so having a, head, a mindset of that ahead of time and knowing what you're going to be walking into is really wise. So day of your session, uh, you know, if you work out ahead of time, that's, that's up to you. You might feel better as a result of it. Um, you know, eat something clean. If you need coffee, go for it. Uh, drink a lot of water and then think about having fun. Yeah. Think about having a great time because this is going to be a picture of you that you get to use and it's going to represent you in multiple different ways. Um, and so you want to go into that with kind of a fun mindset. Um, in addition, when it comes to hair and potentially makeup, you know, you can certainly do your own if you are comfortable with that and you like the results that you get with that. If you've spent time in front of a camera and you know how to get the, the results that you want. Um, if you're not as confident with that, I'd encourage seeking a professional who can actually do it for you. Now, that's something that is a whole nother relationship as well, much like with a photographer is with a hairstylist and a makeup artist wanting to make sure you like the end product. And so if that's the route you're gonna go down, uh, consider doing trial runs with them as well, where you actually get to see, okay, I like how I look when they do my makeup because that can be a really jarring experience going into having someone else do your makeup or hair and hating it. You don't want headshots when you don't like what someone else has done. And so those are just some things to consider. Uh, you know, I, for example, regularly just, I do my own hair, I do my own makeup. Um, I generally don't end up that thrilled with the results of others and how they come across on camera. Um, not to say that you can't find people that you trust and you like, um, but just something to consider and think through ahead of time before, you know, going into a session and then and not liking the results. All right, so you are now dressed and ready for your session. You are excited and happy and looking to just have fun uh, so that the photographer can really capture that. Um, one other consideration you might wanna think about is actually bringing a friend with you to that session. There is nothing better than having someone who knows you well who can say, oh, hey, you know what, put your hair behind your shoulder or your hair is like strange and flying away and we can fix it for you or you know like let's try this or oh you know what your shirt is kind of untucked or let's pull this down a little bit or let's fix that let's try this that's really helpful and that's hard to do for yourself when you are 
alone just with the photographer. And the photographer won't necessarily know or be able to give you some of that direction. So having someone there with you uh, can be really helpful. Also, make sure you just you know pack a bag with any of the things that you are going to require during that time, whether that be you know uh, any makeup to touch up, any um, you know if you need to brush your hair, if you need to you know whatever it might be, things that that you require to make that shoot more um, enjoyable and to get the result that you're looking for. I would just recommend kind of having on standby. So for me, when I go into any type of shoot, I always have certainly, you know, a brush. Um, I have extra lip gloss. I actually typically will have my full kind of makeup travel bag. Uh, I make sure I have a mirror. You know, I'm in my office right now and there's a mirror right next to me so I can quickly check in. Um, I keep water because, you know, being in front of a camera can be draining and fatiguing and smiling extensively for headshots. Also, it can just kind of dry you out. So keep water nearby. Um, and then, you know, just really have fun. Move around. Don't feel like you need to be just so stiff and awkward. Uh, some other good tricks to keep in mind. Keep your back straight, sit up straight, shoulders back, chin up. And then if you are standing, have your weight on your back foot. When you have your weight on your front foot, you look like you are kind of coming down in motion and that reads on camera. Whereas if you're on your back foot, you are able to stand up straighter and um, it just, it helps with the energy of, of how the camera captures you. Uh, in addition, if you put your tongue on the roof of your mouth, when you smile, it helps open your jaw and give you a more natural appearance through your jawline. Uh, hopefully by this point in your life, you kind of have a sense of what is your preferred camera side. I know for me, it's this side. I don't love this side as much. My face is not symmetrical. Uh, and the light just captures better on this side. So like I cheat to this side usually. Um, know that for yourself. Uh, typically for headshots, you don't want to be just like dead on because that's just going to kind of look unusual on a camera. You want to kind of keep your back upright, cheat your shoulders to the way that you like. You can kind of have one shoulder kind of slightly more up than the other and raise your chin and smile. Open your eyes real big. Feel the energy kind of coming through your cheeks. Uh, feel your jaw kind of just release. Don't hold tension through here because that's going to come across really tight and tense. And then just breathe in and breathe out. And then kind of move gently. You kind of want to always be slightly in motion because it's when we get stuck and rigid that pictures do not render well. If you are just subtly shifting, that enables the photographer to be able to get different images that ultimately you will like more or less, um, but it gives you a plethora of them. You don't wanna just come out of a session and be like, well, every single picture looks the same and I hate all of them. Um, and check in with your photographer. If you're able to have kind of a dynamic with them, you know, be asking them like, how is this looking? And then get up and be like, can I see? And 
oftentimes when we can actually see what it is that we're getting on camera, we can pivot and change and be like, oh, I don't like that. That's not looking good. Or, okay, I need to like hold my shoulders back more. Or I need to pull my top down more. Or I need to, you know, straighten up. Or I want to cheat more to the side. Or I want to have an elbow on my, you know, waist. Or I want to fix my hair a little bit because it's going flat. Whatever it might be, checking in with a photographer during the session is really important to know, are we getting images that I like? Or am I going to hate all of these and be really disappointed at the end? Um, again, that goes back also to the importance of choosing a photographer that you really resonate with, that you like, that is going to work well with you. You know, I know some photographers don't want to be interrupted and don't want to um, have to give you that latitude to, to tell them how you feel about the pictures. But in my opinion, the photographer works for you you've hired them, you are paying them and you are expecting a good end result. And so you need to be happy and excited about what it is that they are capturing. And if you're not, well then that's a failed session and a whole big waste of time, expense, money. Uh, and so you just, you want to avoid that. So having that rapport with the photographer during the session can really result in better imagery and outcomes. All right. And kind of in summary, like I've said, make sure you are having fun. And at the end of the shoot, or actually, you know, if you're really tense at the beginning, ask him to just take some fun, candid shots. Like get up, walk around, move around, jump, uh, do some things to just kind of like get rid of your nervous energy. Um, sometimes those will be the, the best pictures, you know, like grab a water bottle or like be on your phone or like do something with your glasses, you know, like, Energy and motion is good to capture and getting to see yourself kind of moving around in photos will actually then help you feel more comfortable when you have to be a little bit more still for a headshot. So, um, yeah, just go and have fun, have a great time and, you know, like try different postures, try different poses, enjoy it and then go from there. And, you know, I personally, I've worked with many people and I found that the headshot experience where they get to go and do headshots and almost like make it a photo shoot where they get to move and be photographed in their full outfit and get to be having a good time. Wow. The photos that you can get from those type of sessions where someone's enjoying themselves are phenomenal and it's really exciting to see what that also can do for you personally in terms of your confidence and authenticity. So try it out, have fun, good luck. And I'm really excited for everyone to have new headshots that they are excited about. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Consultants Council. Thank you so much for your interest and engagement. Let us know what you'd like to learn more about by writing in to info at theconsultantscouncil.com. Thanks to Kelsey Consulting for sponsoring this podcast and to Class Act Media for the media support. And with that, cheers and all my best. Have a great week. And remember, what's possible? Do more.